Welcome to 49ers After Dark. Grant Collin, Jesse Naylor, the Niners have zero wins and one loss. No one saw this coming. And now, I mean, everyone knows the stat, right? Like if you start 0-2 in the NFL, your odds of making the playoffs are very low. Very few teams pull it off. So um, lots at stake for the 49ers this week. Home opener, they're playing the Seattle Seahawks. But let's before we get to that, the fact that they, like to me, I was there. It felt like the worst loss of week one, the most embarrassing loss of week one. Um, but it was just one game. So my question to you is, has your opinion of this team changed because the unthinkable happened? Man, I don't know if it's necessarily because the unthinkable happened, but it has changed a little bit, Grant. And my expectation of this team was pretty simple. It was... Trey Lance is not ready to go out and win games yet. Right. My expectation is by the end of the season, he will be there. That is why you play the kid, right? Right. So, and that's that what means, Nick Bosa said, right? Like his job is to not lose the game. That's what he right. said before the season, right? Don't make the big mistake. Yep, yep, yep. Exactly. Yep, yep, so, yep. I always looked at Jimmy as a starting level quarterback, but a net zero quarterback, meaning he's not going to win you a lot of games, not going to lose you a lot of games. It's kind of in the middle, right? He's, he, what he is, is not good enough. Period. He's proven not good enough. That's it. That's what he is. Keep going. Yeah. And, and to, to be real, a net zero quarterback in the history of winning Super Bowls very rarely wins you Super Bowls. So, yes, he's not good enough. Not good enough. So the expectation for Trey was, hey, be a net zero quarterback. Yes, it'll look different than what Jimmy brought. You have different skill sets. By the end of the year, try to grow into that guy that once you make the playoffs, you can go and win a game or two in the playoffs, right? Which is something that this team has not had for quite some time. So I feel like Trey in week one held up his end of the bargain. He didn't play great. He didn't play horrible, but I felt like he was good enough to win the game, not because of him, but they should have won that game. They could have won that game with the play that he delivered. The rest of the team did not hold up their end of the bargain. And that's what makes this tough for me. And one thing that I talked about all offseason, Grant, is everybody says, well, if you replace the quarterback, you can win Super Bowls, right? And I understand that. I agree with that to a certain extent. But one thing I kept saying is last year's problem is not this year's problem. Last year's problem was they were a quarterback away. This year's problem can be something completely different. It could be injuries, which we've already seen. It could be the interior offensive line, which we've already seen. It doesn't necessarily mean that just adding Trey fixes this year's problems because we don't know what this year's problems are yet, and they're already starting to show a little bit. So have I completely changed my mind to the point to where I don't think they can make the playoffs or even go deep in the playoffs? Not necessarily, but is are the problems showing early? Are the cracks starting to show earlier than what I expected? Yes, absolutely. I'm, I'm not as confident as I was based off of what I saw last week. And it has nothing to do with penalties and shooting themselves in the foot. There's a lot more to it. I feel like last week was predictable when you look at the fact that Kyle doesn't do a good job of preparing his team for week one. Like he's two and four lifetime week one. He takes he doesn't really take preseason seriously. His training camps are light. I think that's his uh it's his pattern. So I in retrospect it was almost predictable. Um but what alarms me about this team is they lose one game and all of a sudden you're getting reports 
that like there's people in the locker room that want to go back to Jimmy after one game. And that was always my question with this team is like, how cohesive could it really be? Like, like there, it's unprecedented to have a young, a young unproven kid replace a starter and have the starter be the backup. Can you tell me when that's ever happened? Palmer and Kitna, I think is the only one that I can remember off the top of my head. Yeah, but kid, how long had Kidna really been? That's not, but it, it's not, okay, listen, it was a very different situation. It's not like Kidna was. For Cincinnati. Like Jimmy, right. yeah, Jimmy's been the starter for five years. They right. had playoff runs and now he's the backup. I mean, it's, it, it's awkward to say the least and it's unprecedented. And I feel like there's a lot of bad feelings. But even in that scenario, it came out later that Palmer hated that situation. He resented the front office for making that decision. He didn't want that to happen. Like, in the beginning, he made it seem like it was a good thing and he loved it and whatever. But later on, he admitted that he didn't like that situation. Anyway, all I'm saying is, like, there's one loss and all of a sudden the Niners and Trey Lance in particular are like the – they're just, like, in this sh- shitstorm, like the middle of it. And, like, they're, they're the most second-guessed team in the league, the most second-guessed head coach, quarterback. Like They lost one game. They always lose week one. They typically lose week one. They almost lost to the Lions week one last year. Can we, like, pump the brakes? But the problem is I feel like part of the uh, issue is the locker room. I don't really know, but, like, how solid is this locker room? Is this team going to give up on itself before it really gets going and go and goes back to Jimmy Garoppolo? Because we're, like, expecting to try to be, like, a game manager the first half of the season and improve, right? That's what we're – he needs an opportunity to improve, but uh, it seems like he may not get that opportunity if he like loses this week, which is kind of crazy because you're going back to Jimmy Garoppolo. Who? Why? Because he's proven. Yeah, he's proven. He's proven to not be good enough. Is Trey good enough? We don't know, but we'll never know if he doesn't play. What's the point of going back to not good enough? So, like, I picked this team to win the Super Bowl, but if they like. If they don't believe in themselves the way that I believe in them, then what's the point? I'm a little concerned. Yeah, 100%. And, you know, another thing, too, that we have to discuss is, and I've been very big on this and saying that three years, three years, three years, you can't really make a decision. And that's not just Trey. That's like all players. But unfortunately, the 49ers have that in some key positions, right? You've got Banks in year two. You've got Burford in year one. So it would be unfair of me to say, hey, you need to give Trey Lance grace. But F those offensive linemen, they better figure it out right now. They deserve that same grace. But the 49ers have put themselves in this situation, right? The 49ers kept Jimmy G, and that didn't only impact maybe what's going on with Trey as far as his mental and his psyche and the team and all these outside reports, but it impacted their ability to go get proven offensive linemen. So now you've got three linemen up the middle plus Trey Lance. I mean, that's arguably the most important part of your team, the three that protect him and him at that position. And all four of them are learning on the fly. That's not necessarily a recipe for success unless they're all hitting their stride. And they're clearly not like they're just not yet. Here's something too, like, I guess we all kind of assumed that Kyle would be really good at scheming around Trey's weaknesses and featuring his strengths because he does it for for Jimmy. Mm -hmm. But I was really disappointed in Kyle's play calling in week one. What I liked was his, his, his game plan, his script, his script was money. But then once he got into the, 
second half and he lost Elijah Mitchell, I felt like all he did was panic and revert to the Jimmy Garoppolo offense, which was quick, short passes over the middle. Like, that's not good enough, man. You need to really commit to your new quarterback. And, and you need to be good beyond your script. I, I, I trust that Kyle's script against Seattle is going to be good. But what about in the second half? What about when Pete Carroll figures out what you're doing and someone gets hurt? And what are you going to do, man? Because you had a good feel with Jimmy. It doesn't seem like you have a great feel with what to do with Trey. And, you know, one one running back goes down and you lose confidence in your entire running game. I don't know. I don't think you can play, you can coach that way. He he needs to embrace the 2022 team. And right the way he coached in in, in week 1 uh, was alarming. That being said, he's won four consecutive week 2s. Four in a row. I expect him to week five, to win uh 5 in a row. I I agree with that, but this isn't just a Trey trend. This is a 49er with him as coach trend, right? Jimmy Garoppolo's teams blew four 10-point leads last year. Three or four. For sure, three. I think it might have been four, though. All right? So that's that's a trend. And if you remember all last year, we were talking about how I think the first half of the season was like, they can't score any points in the first half. What are they doing? And then it switched in the second half. It's like, well, they look really great when things are being scripted, but the second half they can't score. They haven't put together complete games on offense in God knows how long. And you've given up these 10-point leads regardless of who the quarterback's been. Yeah, yeah. One more thing. Um, I've been going back and forth on this a lot, but, like, when they kept Jimmy as a backup, I'm like, cool. Like, now they have a great backup. Now now if Trey gets hurt, they can survive a month. But it's not that simple. And we talked about this, and a lot of people kind of shut it down, but we need to bring this back up. The fact that Jimmy's still on the team is making things really hard on Trey Lance. Because if he if he misses one throw, like honestly, he's getting heat because he missed Tyler Croft. If he hit Tyler Croft, they win the game. Is everyone's saying he's great? He misses one throw to Tyler Croft. Everyone's like bench him. Three starts, he's done. And it's like all because Jimmy's still on the team. If Jimmy weren't here, if if they had gotten rid of Jimmy and he had gone to another team and could be a starter somewhere else, his little honorage wouldn't be mad. He'd have a starting job, and everyone would be happy. And no one, if Trey lost one game or two games, no one would be like, play Nate Sudfeld or Brock Purdy would never happen. But that didn't happen, and Jimmy's still here. And a lot of people think that he, you know, a lot of people like Jimmy, and they think he should be a starting quarterback, and he's not. So every freaking thing that every step he takes, <laughs> every move he makes, They'll be watching him, and it's. I said this, and a lot of people, like you know, like Jack Hammer, they're like, "What are you talking about?" It's the. Oh, it's gonna be pressure either way. No, you don't understand. As soon Different. as he misses one throw, they're gonna be like, "Play Jimmy!" And it's not just the fans; it's the people in the locker room. This could all have been avoided if they had gotten rid of Jimmy. What did Andy Reid do when he wanted to go to Patrick Mahomes? Get rid of Alex Smith. He got to start in Washington. Everyone's happy. Everyone has a job. But no, Jimmy's being held against his will, and it's not right, and it's not fair. And I've, it's, all this stuff is going on, and now Trey has to be perfect. It's not It's not okay to be better than Jimmy or just to – he has to be freaking Aaron Rodgers or Patrick Mahomes. Anything less is like uh, – uh, uh. so yeah, that's how I feel. I You know what? It's – there, there is no winning. Like they're, they're just at this point. I've just kind of washed my hands of it. I've already gotten the pulse of the fan base. I've had the conversations. I'm not changing anybody's mind. 
you're either in or you're out on this whole situation. There's no point in having the conversation because everybody's stuck where they want to be. Nobody's changing their mind on this. And I'm sold, Grant, that if Trey Lance, we could spend it however we want. If if they had won that game and Trey Lance played like Justin Fields, he'd still be getting crapped on today. We can switch roles. We can switch all of it. None of it matters. He still would be crapped on. I don't. I. I I just, I don't get it. This is the strangest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. The best thing the Niners can do for their team, not for Trey, the best thing they can do for their team at this point is Trey Jimmy Garoppolo. If you need a better backup quarterback, bring in someone. But it's 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 a net negative here. Yes, there are, it's good to have a, a good backup quarterback who can step in if Trey misses time. But you know what? Trey's not hurt. That hasn't happened yet. What is happening is he is getting second guessed to death. And it's not good for him. You don't want him to go out there and be like, damn, I got to be perfect or else I'm I'm benched. No, that is not how you develop a young quarterback. Absolutely fucking not. That's not how Josh Allen became Josh Allen, looking over his shoulder after every incomplete pass. Are you kidding? It's not the bet. Kyle, you know I'm right. Jesse, you know I'm right. Kyle, you know I'm right. Trade Jimmy. Do it. Take whatever you need. Trade him to Dallas. You got to have a willing partner. You have to have a who. I mean, here's the funny thing, right? You got a whole group of people shouting for Jimmy, Jimmy, this Jimmy, that Jimmy, this he would have, he would have, he would have nobody wants this guy. You have to have a willing partner. You can't just trade him to whoever the fuck you want. They don't exist. Grant, they don't exist. Hey, yo, Every the other Dallas team is in the situation they're in and they don't want Jimmy. What does that say? want him? They do what not want say? this guy. It's true. I'm telling you. Sorry, but I don't think I don't think his, uh, Jimmy being on the team is helping sit the situation. No, I don't. It's certainly I don't. But, I but we knew that we knew on. that was the case. We knew that was the case, and we were called crazy for it. Crazy. Dave Barclay says, "Sub guys, Grant, are you old enough to remember training camp at Sierra College in Rockland way back when? No, Jess. I mean, my dad was there, but I wasn't ever there. Jess, full disclosure, I joined your page, but don't watch anything outside of Grant and Good Morning Football. <laughs> You're missing out, Dave. Jesse's the man. Come on, hey, listen. No, I'll tell you this, Dave." You're going to want to tune in. Friday, I have JT O'Sullivan coming on. I, one thing I, hey. I will do, I pride myself in getting good guests. Hey, hold on. In a very respectful way, can you please talk to JT about Mike Martz like dog? I, I, I do want to bring it up. I do want to be like, up. come on, man. You know, Mike, like, what was that? Anyway, uh, Boats Wayne Boogie 03 says it's annoying how Kyle keeps not running the ball. What do you mean, man? They ran the ball 37 times for 176 yards. What's annoying is how he doesn't call play action shot plays. Like all of a sudden you're calling slants. The f- what? What are you doing, man? Throw it down the field. What? Do you- if you want to throw slants, you should have drafted Mac Jones. Don't do that. Right. Don't do that. You could do that. Yeah. You know, next year when you when he's had some planks. Oh, I got one more thing about. Hold on, my opinion on this team. <sighs> I am feeling validated and vindicated that I said that I all of last year was saying find opportunities to play Trey Lance. Find opportunities to give him a drive, <laughs> give him a quarter. What I mean, oh, now he's like, oh, he's, he didn't look ready. Well, di- what do you expect, man? I'm telling you, you can't get a quarterback ready on the bench. There were so many opportunities to put Trey Lance in the game last year, and Kyle whiffed on that. And I and I felt like there's going to be repercussions, and there we're seeing them. This was avoidable, and it's all the more reason to keep playing him because if you set, if you pull the plug now and you try to go to him next year, we're going to be saying the same thing like, oh, you know, it would be great if they had gotten more playing time. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, that's, you, that's they, the, 
listen, you can't keep kicking the can down the road. At this point, you are married to this decision. You you have to be married. And we'll see. We'll see the conviction of Kyle. I mean, we'll see how, how quickly or if at all the situation gets bad. But I want to see Kyle's conviction here. I don't care what the situation is. I don't care about Kittle's prime. I don't care about Trent Williams' prime. I don't care about any of these guys' prime. You chose to do this. This is the situation you're in. I do think it is the right pick. It is the right pick, but you have to give it time to marinate. You just do. You cannot continue to kick the can down the road. And I'll tell you what right now, if they do that, if they bench this kid and then next year he comes out and balls, I hope to God he's like, I, I want out. I want out. I don't care. The way you treated me, I'm out. My okay, five we're, years we're, is up. I, trade me. Get me okay. out of this mess. But we're not there yet. We're not there yet. And I do think that Kyle Kyle is his biggest advocate, I think. But he needs to like be a leader and stop letting certain anonymous players on the team either whisper to, uh, to the media or like, dude, just play. And what's, what, oh, my dad made this point yesterday on, on my show. Like the Niners seem to be playing hard. So all this whispering and all, who cares? Players can have their opinions. Whatever, just go block and run and play hard, and they do. So what's the problem? One hundred percent. So what's the problem? Niners' dad. The problem is they lost, and they lost because of their freaking defense. Anyway, Niners' daddy says Iggy Lance and I are big fans, uh, having a watch party. Oh, can I join? Appreciate it. I'm trying to be there. Tour forty nine says, "Where is my?" Uh, uh, mm -mm, we'll see. Doors always open. Never close that door. Easy Tino says, "What well, number one?" McFloppy says, "With the." Miss block runoff is a chunk. Hold on. Is a chunk move. Oh, yeah. Kyle has defended Trey versus March. Yeah, we're waiting. Coach number three loses week. Kyle and the clock starts. His job come down. Vic Fangio. I didn't read that correctly, but yeah, Vic Fangio. Or Anthony yeah. Lynn. Yeah. Yeah. Here's the deal. And I want to I want to make sure that my stance on this is extremely clear. I don't think there's some crazy upheaval. I don't know if I believe the whole Sims thing. I do think that Kyle's strapped in on this. He's like, I'm I'm playing the kid no matter what. It's That's the vibe I get from him. But if for whatever reason he doesn't and he tries to kick this can down the road, it's it's over. Like it's even, even if Trey Lance comes out and does do well next year, would you want to stay with that team? Just, I mean, put yourself in that situation for a minute. Would you want to stay with that team? I wouldn't. I'd ball and be like, get me out of here. Put yourself in Kyle's shoes for a second, though. Like, I agree with what he's doing, but I'm, I'm just me. I'm just an idiot wearing himself on a hat. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, Mike Martz and Sean Payton came out today and said they think Kyle's wrong, and they basically laughed at him. Like, that's rough. And Matt, those are your peers. Those are no, no, no. Those are Super Bowl champions coming out being like, "Ha, this guy's an idiot." Two of them. I, that would hurt. Look, it would hurt my feelings if I were in college. And he came out today. It looked like he had something on his mind. He was freaking preoccupied in his press conference. I don't know if that was it, but he has a lot of his people that he aspires to be or thinks he's better than looking at him, scoffing at him after one game in the rain. And I'm totally on. I, I was the big Kyle skeptic the last mm -hmm. six. I'm like, I'm on Kyle's side. You guys are being really hard. Can you give him a oh, chance? 100 I, I give him on Kyle's side. Like, what is going on? Yeah, it's so weird to me. And honestly, the whole like the, with this season, you have so many casuals. Like, I, I'm calling Sean Payton and Mike Martz casuals. People who have wa probably watched ten minutes of highlights. They come on, acting like they got an opinion, man. Like, come on.
you've watched 10 Mike Martz four days ago was saying it was the right decision. I can't take right. that guy seriously. Mike Martz. Hey, Mike Martz. Remember when you uh, ran Kurt Warner out of town for Mark Bolger? Yeah, I don't think you deserve an opinion in this. Dave Barclay likes my singing voice. Thank you, Vernon. Uh, thank you, Dave. Vernon says, Kyle's repeatedly said, all the talk and criticism is coming from the outside of the building. We need to learn to start believing Kyle. It's Trey's team. I hope so. I hope he's right. I don't know, man. I don't know, because what did he? Chris Simmons said he what, heard through the grapevine? Heard through the grapevine. I did, that was a, I heard through a friend. It sounds like you're playing telephone. I don't believe, yep. I don't know if I believe that. Niner gang, Wolfcast says whether Trey works out or not, he will. Jimmy Garoppolo is a bridge quarterback to our next. Unfortunately, Jimmy Garoppolo can't get us over the hump unless he's, unless stars align. Great karaoke. Thank you. Thank you. I tried. Um, Jimmy. 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 What's also the thing about having Jimmy as the backup is all of a sudden, like, he's like a mythical hero. Every week, it's like he, the legend of what he did and could have done grows, even and it totally outweighs reality. You know, that's another part of keeping him here. It's like every throw that Jim, that Trey misses. Oh well, Jimmy would have hit that again. I I, I got a, I was on the radio with a guy in Maine this week, and he was like real critical, and he was like, "So like, don't you think? Do you think they'll they'll bench uh, Trey if they lose next week?" I'm like, "No." He's like, well, don't you think they would have won if they had played Jimmy against Chicago? I was like, no. I was like, do you? He was like, well, yeah. And that's, I think that's how a lot of people, well, yeah. Like, no, no Kittle, no Mitchell, no win. Are you kidding? Like in the rain, what was Jimmy going to do? He was, what was he going to throw down the field? What was he going to do? I, I, I understand that. I've, I've heard this a lot. Well, Jimmy would have won. Look at how many games Jimmy, blah, blah. I, I just uh -huh. gave you, there's three games minimum. And I swear there's a fourth where they lost 10 point leads last year and then let's just look at the rain games they are they were one and two in rain games similar to that and the one that they won they scored nine points and the defense gave up zero right but, but like, jimmy I mean, would have won that game imagine if jimmy was the starter right now in carolina or the backup right now somewhere like no one will be saying hey look at jimmy like jimmy be having his own struggles his own trials and tribulations but here he's like everyone says the most the backup's most popular player you just made Jimmy the most popular player. Do you understand? He's the every time Trey messes up, there's this fantasy. Well, Jimmy would have done that. Yeah, Jimmy would have done better on that. And now again, it doesn't. I mean, what what everybody thinks outside the building does not matter if the team does have the conviction. I just question how long can they have that conviction if you continue to hear the outside noise. But again, how can the players honestly back Trey Lance a hundred percent when? Jimmy's still on the roster because yeah. no matter what the organization says, right? Actions speak louder than words. Dude is there. Yep. What I'm saying like this yep. could all be avoided by trading Jimmy Garoppolo tomorrow for whatever you can get, but they won't. And let's not act like they don't hear they the outside noise. It's the move. It's, it's what you got to do. I think it's what they got to do because going back to Jimmy doesn't save you. Going back to Jimmy is a desperation. Like let's get this eighth seed. In, in basketball move and just make the playoffs and say we had a good year. Don't do that. Don't do that. Let's also not act like they don't hear the outside noise, right? Let's, let's, that whole facade of we don't hear anything. We're bulletproof here. Bullshit. That's what Kyle said, right? Yeah. Bullshit, you are. Yeah. You had, you just had Trey Lance reference your IUK love yeah. in a, in a, yeah. press conference today you think they don't hear if they hear that you don't think they hear anything you got debo blocking you you got armstead what doing whatever he does right. <clears throat> whenever he can pile on for you 
These guys hear everything. Everything. Hey, I don't, don't tell care. me it's noise when it's Sean Payton and Mike Martz, dog. Those are Super Bowl champs. Kyle, everyone, everyone around you calls you a genius, like you're like Steve Jobs or Mike, Mark Zuckerberg or whatever. But you haven't. You're not a champion. You might be a genius, but you're not a champion. And genius slash champions think that you're messing up right now. I think you're doing the right thing, but look at me. I'm on a hat. I look ridiculous. I'm a clown. Well, Mike Mars might be a clown too after what he did. Yeah, Peyton, everyone respects Sean. Everyone respects Sean, and he doesn't see no, Peyton, right now, Kyle. That hurts. Peyton That's got to be a gut punch, man. Sean Peyton, because you know Kyle watches Sean Payton's film being like, this guy's the truth. I, watch, I hope he watches my film like I watch his film. You know what I'm saying? Just saying. Yeah, Tobin Peyton, says, Peyton is not. But you know what? Sean Payton's a little overrated, man. Pass happy. <laughs> I'm just saying, Tobin, I mean, his whole Taysom, Taysom Hill thing, like that really, yeah, Bounty Gate. Tobin yeah. Ernst says, we losing Sunday. Pete chomping his gum already. Say what <laughs> you want about Seattle. They're trash. But Pete's going to have his team ready to play. Kyle, 100%. will you? Because they weren't week one. Now, the last four week twos, they have been. So, they better be. CT Law says, uh, Trey's 0-1. Last week, I thought for sure Kyle would yank him. Chris Sims just reported. Lockerman wants him. Trey Jago this week. Second quarter, he gone. $10. Are you betting? Are you are you going to put that down? Are you trying to get a little juice, a little action on that? <laughs> I don't know, man. It's not happening. Milf Hunter says, Grant, after 2020 week one, what the hell was that? Oh, yeah. After they lost to Arizona? Man, that's true. Is that when I told Dante Pettis to retire? Sorry, Dante. Francisco Escamilla says, uh, hope Jimmy Garoppolo fans follow, this to, to follow to his next team. Fake Niner, Niner fans. Agree. Too bad there won't be a next team because no one wants them. Ryan Starr says, as a Niner fan, I expect greatness, but I'm critical. For all the Jimmy Garoppolo would have won um, indie game last at home. Washington scored nine points. D gave up zero. Yup. See, to me, this, this should have been the Washington 2.0. They should have won the game 10 to nothing as opposed to 9 to nothing. But the defense just lost interest or whatever. I don't know what the hell that ha- what the hell happened in the second half. I don't know. It was, it yeah. was ridiculous. And I, and I don't put it on the defense. I think the defense did, a, again, to me, like I look at this and this was the ultimate team loss. Like we could we could go to like five or six different players or units and say, well, if this had happened, they would have won. If that would if they would have executed here, they would have won. Like there's so many things that we can point to. You you just can't say it's one person or one unit. No, I agree. It's just like from the way they played in the first half, the defense was in, was in position to shut out the Bears. And then they oh, yeah. gave up 19 points in the second half. You went from giving up zero points and 68 yards in the first half to 19 points in the second half. Like yeah. they just weren't, not that they lost interest. They were not prepared to play a 60 minute game. And that's what happens when no one plays in the preseason. And not so, and 19 points in, in that, that disgusting. weather felt like 40. <laughs> disgusting. Sorry. Dave says touche. Jesse. I'm not sure he was referring to. Yeah, my egotistic aura says I understand you have your opinion on why Jimmy isn't good enough, but what solid proof do we have that Trey is good enough? No, no, no. We don't. We don't. What I'm saying is, <laughs> people be like, you got to go back to Jimmy because he's proven. Yeah, he's proven that he's not good enough. Yeah. Trey is starting because we don't know. We know about Jimmy. Not good enough. What's the point? Waste of time. Five years, longer than a presidential term, like a senator. Not good enough. Time to give someone else a chance. Period. Yeah, That's where I, look I, at it. I mean, at the end of the day, this is what it comes down to. We we don't know. Right. Everybody has their thoughts and their opinions. And that's why I say we're we're not really, truly going to know until the end of year three. Like, that's just the reality of the situation. That being said, is this what year two? We or year do one, know, though? This is year two. 
Okay. This is year two. Okay. Yeah, this is year two. Um, and but what we do know is is Jimmy is not the answer. So if you're taking out a guy that you don't know if, if they are the answer long term to replace them with a guy that you don't know is the answer, why? Well, I mean, what if 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 Jimmy Garoppolo was a Super Bowl caliber winning quarterback, he wouldn't be in this situation. Teams no, would be clamoring for him. Absolutely not. No. Tony Nagatani says, problem is Kyle. Kyle can't coach in the rain. Kyle couldn't figure out how to get trade more snaps. Kyle is the king of Santa Clara, all on him. Yeah. Again, good, great scripts, great game plans. He's going to come out gunning on Sunday. Where are your adjustments? What if something goes wrong? What if something happens? Can you fix it? And are you a leader? And can you and do you have the locker room on your side? All these questions I have. But yeah, he does have certain strengths. Kyle needs to step up, buddy. This is it. This is year six. This is your time. This is your quarterback. Back him. Are you going to let the whole world pressure you into playing the quarterback you don't want? You've been fighting your whole life to play the quarterback you want. I'll say this. One thing that I have said is there's no way that Kyle Shanahan got bullied out of Kirk Cousins for Jimmy and then proceeded to get bullied out of Tom Brady and Mac Jones if those are guys that he really wants. If he goes to Jimmy at any point and chooses to pull the plug on this, I question his backbone all the way through. And I don't know what the hell now, this guy at ever this point, wanted. You're like, how can you really, how can you I, respect Kyle Shanahan yeah. if he's just going to uh, give up on, if he has no convictions, if he has yeah. no convictions, senior boat says, Grant, what's up with Debo's smug laugh when you asked him about his strip fumble favorite day of the <laughs> week, fellas. I don't know. I noticed it too. I figured it was like, everyone was asking him these questions. Like he had a good game. He had 14 receiving yards and a fumble. And a touchdown. And I've, I, that's the thing. Like, you got like, hey, Trey, how do you think you performed today? Not good enough. This play, that play, this play, that play, this play, that play, that play. And then everyone's like talking to Debo like he did something. And I asked him about his fumble and he's like, Pff. I think, okay, well, I like your quarterback. Anyway, I noticed that too. I thought it was kind of weak. I, I don't know like if that has been kind of weak all year. Tough. I don't know if that was a, I, I'm trying to get the reaction. Like, I could go one of three ways. It's either, I can't be questioned. I'm too good. Or Grant Cohen asked me the question. F that guy. True. True. Or, True. Right. Or, or I'm embarrassed. And this is my reaction is like yeah, uh, nervousness. Right. I it could agree. be any of it. I agree. Yeah. Actually, that's, that's fair. Uh, Miguel says McFloppy needs to go. I don't think he has the best intentions for Trey. The way he walked away after that play tells you what he thinks of Trey Lance. That's not why I think McFloppy needs to go. I think he needs to go because he's not good. And he limps around the field. Like he's still hurt. Have you noticed that? He has that uh, George Kittle limp. The constant. Limp, man. He, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, he, he I doesn't. I can't help but notice that they took off last year after he was out. Yeah. I, I will say this, though. You know, again, offensive linemen and cornerbacks are subject to this more than anybody. Right. Because you don't ever hear about them until you hear about them and it's something bad. But when you actually watch snap in and snap out, he wasn't. I don't think he was horrible by any means. That situation where he doesn't help up Lance was weird, right? But I'm not, I don't want to read too much into the situation or the psychology of it. If that becomes a regular thing, then yeah, I'm going to that I'll talk about it. But right now it's like I don't know, man. Like he clearly looked embarrassed. He ran off like it was the Alden Smith sack celebration. It was so it weird. That's exactly what it looked like. Dave says we better not even bench Trey. We better not ever bench Trey. He has to learn in his floors higher than Jimmy's ceiling. Play the kid until he makes people choke on their words. Yeah, man, Kyle, let's see how much. <clears throat> let's see what you got. 
You got to do this. Trey Niner says, I'm so frustrated. I'm so frustrated with this coaching staff allowing McGlinchey to stay on this team. Also, the subordinate of staying with Jeff Wilson is three yard game. Yeah, man. It's they're very much like trusted players and got like pro like dude. Come on, man. You got to play the best players. You got to play the hot hand. And I don't know. Jeff Wilson, give him another chance at home. But if he did isn't doesn't got it, try someone else. Come on. Just saying. Yeah, there's I mean, there's a lot of talent. I also would not be shocked, Grant, if in week three, Marlon Mack is leading this team in carries. I like Marlon Mack. I do, too. I like Marlon Mack. True Boxing King says if Kyle Shanahan benches Trey, he should 100 percent be fired. How can a genius be so dumb keeping Jimmy Garoppolo? All the old media judging Trey by 1940s white quarterback standards. Um, Again, I, I just don't feel like Kyle really has a good sense on like the. uh Social dynamics like the. All those kind of things. He just felt like if we don't acknowledge the awkwardness of it, it won't exist. Like, yes, it will. It will. Look at all. Chris Sims is calling you out, man. You have Chris Sims initials tattooed on you. And he has yours tattooed on him. And he's calling you out, Kyle. You can't control this. It's bigger than you. You got to trade him. That's so weird, by the way. Like, okay, first of all. Oh, you, you don't have your best friend's initials tattooed yeah, on your ankle? Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> that really? is actually the weirdest part of it. But it's weird that th- you guys are so such good friends, and your quote-unquote best friend goes out of his way to make Absolutely. your job so hard. Yeah. I, it's, I've never seen anything like that. I'd be like, bro, don't talk to me. We are not yeah. tight. Don't not talk to me ever. Ever. Dave Barclay says, how can Kyle still back Wilson after injury? I don't know. He's, I guess he's loyal and stuff. And yeah, give him another chance. But is it too much to ask to use a committee? Can you use like, can you use all your guys? Don't just tell me that Jeff Wilson Jr. is the only running back you can use. And we, I couldn't give any carries to Jordan Mason. Can we just see what Jordan looks like for like three carries so we could judge for ourselves? Place, place. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, stop trying to act like you know better. and Because that yeah. almost feels like he's like trying to not let the public make the decision, you know? Like, he's not ready. I got to go with your brother. Let me know. Let me, oh, we'll see for myself. I want to see. I'm with right. you. <laughs> Gizmo says, uh, we're not a rebuilding team. It's not fair to Trent and veterans to just keep playing Lance if he struggles. Hope he because out, who, okay, this is the point. Thank That's you so you much, Gizmo. Play Trey. Thank you so much, Gizmo. Playing Jimmy is unfair to them. It's not It's it's not fair, That's right? It's, it's not fair. Because what what is... Because what? What is the other option? What is the other option? A guy that's not also going to win the Super Bowl? So, okay, I actually would argue that it's not fair to go with the what you're talking about because here's what happens. Let's say Trey is that guy, right? Let's let's just say in a perfect world, Trey is that guy, but he's not until year three. After a full year of playing and you pull him in, in two or three games, Jimmy comes in, you make the playoffs, he can't win in the playoffs, because he, you know, his right arm is not going to win you games. We've seen that. He's never been responsible for the reason they've won playoff games. You lose in the playoffs again. Then Trey comes in and is really, really good towards the end of next year, but you miss the playoffs. How long are you prolonging this window? It, it That stance makes no sense to me. Zero sense. Derek says, if Jimmy wasn't here, then we talk. Uh, then the talk would have been if only uh, if we only had Jimmy. Haters gonna hate and clickbait's yeah. gonna clickbait. No, again, if Jimmy were somewhere else playing and losing, you couldn't be like, oh, we, he'd be the answer for everything. You know what I mean? Like when uh, when Mahomes was balling out with the Chiefs 
Alex Smith was in Washington. There was no, you could see there, there, were, there were two results every week. So that's what could have happened this year, but it didn't because no one wanted Jimmy and uh, he's still here. You know, Trey's watching, says Miguel. I doubt it. I doubt it. D don't bother me, says uh, knowing Shanahan's history with questionable. Uh, do you think he should focus on designing the plays? You have someone else calling the plays. You got a life size picture of that happening? <laughs> hey, I don't want to do it anymore. Happen. Someone else do it. I doubt it. I've uh, I've always preferred coaches that are CEOs of teams, meaning they don't call the offense or the defense. They are just kind of making sure that they're the leader and have their hands a little bit and everything and are able to just peer down and, and give their input and be a leader throughout the game, be a clock manager. And that's not Kyle. He's a control freak. And he's really, really good when he's on. But, man, that's it's tough to be on all the time. Keneal says Jimmy motivated the D to shut out Washington in 19. Here's the thing. Football's a funny sport. I didn't play it, okay? I didn't play the sport. It's funny. And for whatever reason, this locker room believes in Jimmy. I don't get it. But you could say that they'll, like, play hard for him or whatever. And I don't know that the whole locker room believes in Trey yet. And that's a thing. And it's it, Kyle believes in him. I believe in him. Jesse believes in him. You believe in him. But, like, they need to believe in Trey. And they do believe in Jimmy. And that's another complicating factor why Jimmy can't be here. Because how can you get 100% behind this guy when you're 100% behind him? You can't. You understand? These are psychological elements that Kyle hasn't thought about hard enough. Keneal knows what I'm talking about, though. Jason says, people begging for the fourth, for the worst fourth quarter quarterback in playoff history is hilarious. Worth and Rex Grossman in the playoffs. People are okay with that. Yeah, it's like it's like the uh, like the uh, freaking, um, what's his face? Like the Ravens being like, we need Flacco back. <laughs> gotta have Flacco back right. forget this Lamar Jackson guy we need Flacco or Trent Dilfer Dave Barclay says Grant has been right about everything this offseason and last year and everything ever so bad game in Chicago I think is Kyle not able to finish games keep it up yeah man adjust have something more than a script all Niners says Jesse you bringing uh, in a Seahawks reporter on uh, not a Seahawks reporter but a uh, Seahawks YouTuber basically he's got like 10,000 subs he'll be on next yeah at 10-15 Half an hour. Lorenzo says Trey will be the MVP of this game. Mark my words. <laughs> Lorenzo War Waruna says, where is the so-called Super Bowl caliber roster? Yeah, everyone said all they traded. All Trey had to do was not make huge mistakes, and they were going to carry him. Well, I guess they didn't. Uh, what can we get in a trade for Kittle? Good idea? Yeah, like four months ago. Yeah, yeah. it's too late for all that. Daniel Sotelo says, man, hell, hell of these super chats. You think there are reasons Trey gets hate nationally? One, uh, Niner Expectations. Um, you think these are the reasons Trey gets hate nationally? One, Niner yeah. expectations versus Jets, Jags, etc. Kyle traded the farm to get Trey. Three, media knows Niner content does number rather than Jags. Yes, and I, I tweeted this too. I think there's an element for some people that they just don't like the idea of a young, unproven black man taking an older white man's job. And he's still here. Again, if Jimmy had a job somewhere else, no one would be mad. He'd be in Washington. He'd be in New Orleans, but he's not. He's here. And Trey took his job. And Trey didn't earn it. And Hayes hasn't proven it. And Jimmy did this. People get mad at that stuff. I think some. And that, maybe they don't even think about it consciously, but it just sits wrong with them. I think that's a big part of it. Unconscious bias is a real thing. Yep. Um, we really need to get back to our show. Hold <laughs> on. Tony Romo worth more than Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah, would they rather have Tony Romo there in Dallas? Zach Norman says, what backup is good option after Jimmy G trade? Who cares? Trade Jimmy for another Who cares who the backup is? Respectfully, I listen. I appreciate the super chat, but no, yeah. I mean, uh, Nick Mullins, 
Yeah. Derek Groom says this loss was 85% Kyle, 10% defense, 2.5% Debo, 1.5% uh, Mitchell injury, and 0.5% Rain Trey. Can't wait for this Sunday, Trey. Till it's not. Till it's not. 85% Kyle. Yup. Lorenzo Pinto says no matter what happens this week, Trey is good to me. Yeah, Kyle, like that was a preseason game effort to me for the Niners. Niners Kate said after seeing Trey mention how you bring up touches a lot, what do you think is the likelihood at some point potentially getting him on the show? I think that's I tough. tough. You probably so. do in the offseason. But not yet. He he needs to like get his feet underneath him before he starts doing press. You know what I mean? He's he's way too scrutinized. Anything he says or does, people will be like, see, that's why he sucks. Dave Barclay says Mason. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I agree. One of these young guys, I mean, you drafted TDP in the third round. You might want to see if he's any good. Matthew Bryant says, Hey Jesse, can you ask JT what he would have said to the O-line if he saw what McGlinchy did during film review? <laughs> Master J says Kyle needs to get over his phobia and play the rooks. He does um, have a thing against rookies. That is that is for sure. Damn, there's so many of these. Hold on. Two more. Slide Winchy, slide McGlinchy down to guard. No, move him to uh tight end. He's too tall to play guard. It's no. No, it'd be even worse. Damian Jasso says, Grant, why were we calling Jimmy's over the middle plays in the second half for Trey? I thought we drafted Trey so we could go away from the middle of the field. This play call better not happen again. I don't know. Kyle, do better, please. We all noticed what you did. The biggest issue I had with the play call, Grant, is it's not just doing what's best for Trey. It's doing what's best with this team. And very early on, I talked about how up the middle, they have four players that are developing. How do you make it easier on them? You All four of them... Their job gets easier if you move the launch point. Roll yeah. him out. Yeah. Make his job easier. Make yeah. their job easier. Quite frankly, yeah. not one time did you roll this kid out and give him boot action. You know what I mean? They they did it a yeah. couple times, and it's always to throw cross field. Yeah. But it's like roll him out on a yeah. Jake Plummer for your dad was yeah. constantly on the move, constantly, and it looked yeah. so good. Matt job as well. Yeah. For Kubiak. Caesar says it's raining Sunday ninety percent. Do yeah. they? Trey should use gloves. I don't understand that, man. Fields did. It couldn't hurt. Him and I Fields won't. have the same size hands. Jonathan Chavez says, what the organization needs to do is give Grant a headset for the rest of the games. Kyle's a great play designer, not a great play caller, and games go to crap. Would have been a dub on Sunday. I don't want to place. I just want to be in like the – I, I want to be in the booth. And when it's like the third quarter and Kyle forgets to like go back, I just be like, hey, Kyle, you know, you got to go back to this. The last, hey, 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 Kyle, two targets for Brandon Ayuk. 40 yards. <laughs> Give him a shot. No, wait. Oh, no. I have a uh, standing desk that like moves. Oh, it's not. Hold on. Um, <laughs> I got one too. Here, watch. You like that? Yeah, here. <laughs> so dope. I love it. Okay. Uh, Car Carson Knutson says Josh Allen now or Trey Lance in four years? Listen, Josh Allen's the best quarterback Josh in the Allen now. freaking I'm, league. Yeah, Are you kidding I, Josh me? Josh Allen's pretty amazing. Yeah. Uh, Seth Debo smirk because of the rain, respectfully, in my opinion. I, I thought it was a, a respectful okay. smirk as well. Uh, Ronald Keys, $2. Thank you, Ronald. Um, and then after we're done with these questions, we're going to go rapid fire through all the rest of our show. Thomas yeah. asks, why does the team feel so entitled to winning? That's a weird way to put it, but I know what you mean. I don't know. Ty says, I can't believe we wasted a first-round pick on Mike McGlinchey. I'm not helping Trey Lansom. I, I know. I know. I know. I know. I know. I know. I try to keep modest, though. I try my best. Ronald Key says, Kinlaw and Trey should have been Jefferson and Parsons. Ooh. Ooh. Jefferson and Chase. What if they had Jefferson and Chase? 
with Jimmy with Jimmy with Jimmy win. Garoppolo. Nah. Yeah, Jimmy Garoppolo, Jefferson and Chase. Yikes! They could have had Jefferson and Chase though. That's crazy. <laughs> That's like having a Ferrari with no engine in it. That's true. Josh Wyatt says roster is not as good as the one they gave Jimmy. Trey will be an upgrade as the season goes on, but will it be enough? I blame the New York standard. That's a good point. Josh has been very um measured and uh, down the middle recently. I, I, I agree with you, Josh. Uh, Dave Barclay says I agree. Grant can remind him, Kyle, this worked. Uh, yeah, it's, it's like it's like a call it quality control. All right, yeah. back to the show. Um, hold, hold on, not back to the show. The coach, you guys are killing me. <laughs> guys, the critiquing of plays is cringeworthy. Every time Kyle gets criticized, it's a full menu and a broken record. It's clumsy. The team wasn't prepared. That's on Kyle. The plays were fine. No, no, I don't think the plays he called in the second half were fine. I don't now you could he could say I think what Kyle would say is like I lost my running back I didn't feel comfortable calling play action it was raining I, it was hard to throw outside we had to force it over the middle maybe okay fine don't do it again have a plan to run the ball commit to your passing game to your play action game and I you outside the numbers don't force passes over the middle it's a mistake with this quarterback I want to so be I'm clear playing. I haven't I haven't blamed Kyle all week. The only thing I said I wish he did a little bit more is is make it easier on his offensive line and Trey and and just move the launch point. That's the only thing I'm asking for. The rest of it Kyle is exactly what everybody else was, which was meh last week. Nobody was good enough to win. Everybody was kind of meh and that's why they lost. I think he needs to put Trey Lance in a better uh, position to be successful. I mean, he called the four downfield throws. Trey hit three of them, called more than four. Those are nice. Keep going. Don't all of a sudden be like, you know what? My plans, I, I, I'm out of my game plan. I'm going back to the stuff I'm comfortable with that I called for Jimmy. No, do better. Have a whole game worth of it. The Niners played a 30-minute game. Kyle had a 30-minute game. The offense had a 30-minute game. The defense, two, 60 minutes. Commit to it. Is week two a must-win for the 49ers, Jesse? 1,000%. Yes, I think. Really, I think we just spent 46 minutes talking through this exact thing. Yes, 100% it is. Because not only for the team, but for Trey, right? If they lose, I can't even imagine what's coming Trey's way. But also, this team cannot start 0-2 with those opponents. They can't. Because then you have Denver. Then you have the Rams. It it just gets too tough from here. I, I... I do not believe that this team can dig out of an 0-2 hole and make the playoffs. So I believe, yes, it is a must-win. I don't think it is, even though it you think it is. I mean, statistically. I'll, but all the other teams in the NFC lost as well. I mean, if they lose to the Seahawks, then the Seahawks are 2-0. and That's rough. But So I guess I could see that. But And, and not only this, Grant right now in my – we keep talking about how all the other teams are 0-1. Even if the Seahawks lost, they're still a half game behind everybody else. Because the NFC, they lost to an NFC team. All the other teams would have lost to an AFC team, which is a tiebreaker. It goes record, in-division record, record against the NFC. That, to me, is them being a half game behind with losing to an NFC opponent. If you lose again to an NFC opponent, now you're a full game behind on top of whatever the win-loss record is. That's a really tough hole to climb out of. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, They better freaking win this game. Because it's like... You could say, well, you know, this and that, but losing to the Bears and the Seahawks back to back to lose to start the season would be rough. And even if it's not Trey Lance's fault, people are going to be like, well, Jimmy never would have lost to them, you know, even though Jimmy lost to the Seahawks twice last year. That's the thing. Like, this is crazy. Like, the Niners just might lose this game. Jimmy lost to this team twice last year. They're going to come in prepared uh, with a good plan. Not a lot of talent, 
But at the same time, they got DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, Rashad Penny. They got some. They're not lacking. They're not I mean, lacking. They, they don't have a void of They want to have Adams. Right. But it's, it's not a must win, but it's a better freaking win. It's a, <laughs> a better freaking win. If there's such a thing as a must win in week two, this is 100% it. Yes. Yeah. WTP Niners says Kyle called a game for Trey first half, then dialed up game plan for Jimmy. Clearly did not work. That's what. That's exactly what I saw. I'm glad someone else saw it too. Um, Rodrigo says, Grant, do you feel that a good run game with a longer with a longer passes to start for Trey would make it easier to set up the short and over the middle throws? Um, yeah, I don't even see like the short and over the middle stuff should be like if it's wide open. I don't think see why you need to do that. And I do think you should be taking shots earlier in the game and getting the lead and then wearing them down with the run game after that. Yeah, I would. Madness to menace is a new member. Thank you. And last but not least, Ishmael says, thanks for your thoughtful takes. Watch all the time. Love the shows with Jesse and LC. Haven't donated before. About time. P.S. Turning point when Kyle punted on third and fourth and one. Uh, failed to manage momentum. That's what Larry said. I agree, man. Like, Trey fought for the extra yards to get to fourth and one. And Kyle's like, don't care. Punt against that team. Pretty whack. I'll, I'll say this. For me, I always go off of what my feeling was during the game. I'm not going to try to like come back later and be like, yeah, I knew they should during the game. I, that didn't even come up. I wasn't like, man, they should have gone for it here. So I'm not going to come back later and pretend like I thought that they should have. Derek says we started losing after fourth and one punt. in my opinion, thoughts. I mean, it, it happened. That was right after the Derek, the um, Dante Pettis touchdown. It was an opportunity to get the momentum back. Very true. You know, um, Matthew says, Grant, here's five bucks, but I only ask you buy some Kool-Aid packets for when Flay starts up his bro, his bushied again. I'll, I'll just break out some Kool-Aid. All right. Jesse, tell me. The Niners will lose if what happens? My expectation of this team was this defense was going to be the best that it's been in a very long time, including 2019, right? They added Charvarius Ward. It looked like Womack was going to be a G, and he's looked actually pretty good. The defensive line was supposed to be super deep, best linebacking core in the game. These are all things that a lot of us thought. To me, this defense has to be dominant. It just does. What what happened this last week was a good performance, right? And if they had won, nobody's complaining about the defense, but at no point in that game were they like vicious and getting constant sacks and turnovers and just showing their dominance throughout the game. It was more of a hey, we didn't allow you to score, we didn't break type situation. But, bro, remember when we were doing our over-unders last week? We almost laughed at the fact that I said two and a half sacks. I was like, yeah, this should have been yeah. five and a half. We were laughing True. at that. Two sacks? Two sacks. I, yeah. The over-under for Bosa, I thought, should have been two and a half sacks. Like, the defense to get two sacks and then only one turnover, to me, that is not a dominant defense. That's not. No. They need, they need to be dominant. They need to come out and assert their dominance. That's what they need to, to do. So if they don't assert their dominance in this game, they're going to lose this game. I agree. The sacks, it was crazy. Two sacks. Uh, they, they need to sack Geno Smith five, six times. But also the penalties. Like, the only reason the Bears won the game is because the Niners extended drives. Like, they got off the field on third down, and it was like, oh, actually automatic first down because of this, this thing. Stop doing that. It was an issue last year, too. And it, it's got to be like the number one thing that D'Amico is focused on this year because he has a great defense, but yeah. you can't have a great, de great defense that leads the league in penalties. Figure it out. They, they got to stop doing that because, I mean, Seahawks will commit penalties too. 
they could beat themselves, but can't keep doing that stuff. And I don't, I don't expect they will. I think the Niners are going to win this game. So let's Seattle talk about one. Seattle won in a very, very similar way to the Bears, right? They were gifted 100 penalty yards, yep. more turnovers. I mean, they, those, those games played out very similar as to why the, the team that was not better won. All right. The Niners will win if what happens? If they execute the way that they did last week. And what I mean from that is third downs, they were very, very good. Time of possession, they won. They outrushed the Bears by quite a bit. Those three things are very important and will win you most games if you don't have the boneheaded penalties. So execute and then execute better on the boneheaded stuff. Control your controllables. The 49ers win if they control the controllables. That's what it comes down to. They need to, Kyle needs to commit to his 2022 personnel. Commit to it for more than a, a script, a quarter, a half, the whole game. Um, he's so stuck in 2021. Jeff Wilson Jr., Debo Samuel. Like, Debo had a terrible offseason. Jeff Wilson Jr. hasn't been the same since he tore his meniscus. You have a different quarterback. You're not looking for yards after the catch. You're looking for air yards. You're looking for completions near the sideline and down the field. Get the ball to Brandon Ayuk. Get Danny Gray on the field. You know, like, come on, man. Embrace the new team. This is not 2021. This is a whole new team. And if you embrace it for 60 minutes, they're going to win this game. But it's not enough to run for 175 yards because they did that last week, scored 10 points and lost. Embrace what you got now. There's a lot that this team can do. Call it. Jeff Wilson Jr. is starting to look a lot like Coleman. Yes. Just not explosive. Man, and and guess guess what happened? He continued to didn't he start Coleman in the Super Bowl over Mostert? It's like, bro, what are you doing right now? Why are we doing this? Yeah. Marcus King, real, swears, real quick, says this dumb cowboy fan says Romo is better than Montana and Young. Y'all agree with that? Of course not. That's dumb. Uh, that Jim dumb. Muhammad A <laughs> says, Grant, you should come up with a Grant Cone starter kit clothing. That would be cool. Keep the good work. Y'all killing it. Shout out from Oregon. Hey. Where in Oregon? Yeah, we're in Oregon. Dave Barclay says they'll win if we don't give up reckless penalties. Yeah, penalties are big. All right, last one. The over-under game. Let's do it. You won last week, by the way. Give everybody. Everybody in the chat, give Grant a round of applause. The rushing yards got me. They had 99 rushing yards, and I had the under on 90.5. Gosh, ah, interesting. Interesting. <laughs> okay. So, anyways, all right. Over, under. We're going to go offense, then defense. Offense, Lance, 250.5 total yards from Trey Lance. Rushing, I mean, rushing, passing, everything. 250.5 over or under. Over. I agree with you. Over. Okay. Brandon Ayuk, 55.5 yards receiving. Over. over because runs. I because I because I said so. <laughs> because you told Jake. Because I told him. Over. Kidding me? I'm gonna I'm gonna go over as well. I yeah. I I still think Brandon Ayuk is getting open frequently. So yeah. I, once they once the reads start dictating his way, I, I think that they'll they'll start to pan out. Okay. Debo. Over or under six and a half carries? Over. If they want to win. Over. Over. It freaking better be over. <laughs> I'm just saying, if they want to win. Now is not the time to, to, to take your foot off the gas in that way. New. No. How shocked do you think people were that they were watching that happen as frequently as they did in week one? Oh, yeah. Like, first, I don't yeah. think anybody. 
I mean, so you. I think you talked about it. I think David talked about it, but not a lot of people had talked about that. So I think kudos it's to you guys. That he is the red zone running back. Anytime they're in the red zone, he gets the carries, okay. and I think he likes it. It's like I'm going to score a touchdown right here. Get paid. Yeah. You have to do, do exactly. It. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go under. I think he gets six exactly. Okay. This, okay. this might be the difference. That's why I'm gonna win the difference right here. That's why I'm gonna this win right, right there. Yeah. Okay. Uh, over or under one and a half turnovers for the offense. tough under mm. i think trey's gonna get one does anybody else screw up i'll go under as well but i don't feel good about that one okay defense over under 2.5 team sacks grant last over. week we laughed it off and we were wrong over over gino's gino's not getting away we should have seen that coming. Uh, Justin Fields is really good, and the Niners. I mean, he's. I mean, he's really athletic. We we'll put it that way. Uh, Gino's not. They also that. didn't throw the ball worth. I mean, they threw it like eighteen times, or you know what I mean. So yeah. they didn't have a lot of opportunities. Okay, I'm gonna go. I'll go over as well. I'll go over as well. Okay, passing yards against two two hundred point five. So does Geno Smith get two hundred point five passing yards over under under? He might not crack 100. Oh, 100? Damn, Dude, I should have lowered this with thing. with Geno Smith, all right? This whole Geno revival party, I can't wait for week two. Can't wait to see this. Remember what the Niners did to Andy Dalton week two, 2019? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. All, that's all I'm expecting. Yeah. Right here. I'm, yeah. I'm with you. I'm, I'm going under here. We, they you might come down to this Debo carry. To Smith? I can't wait. I, I, ho I hope. The hope yeah. is that they, yes. Okay. Over or under 90.5 rushing yards against? Over. Under. They run the ball. They're committed to it. They're committed okay. to it. And they have a I'm going to go back. under. Yeah. Okay. So those are the two differences that yeah. we have. Okay. And then one and a half forced turnovers. Over or under? Over. It's going to be a smash session. I'm going to go over as well. So here's what it comes down to for us, yeah. Grant. Over or under six and a half carries for Debo. I took the under. You took yeah. the over. Yeah. Over or under 90.5 rushing yards against. You took the over. I took the under. So that's we, what it comes we, down we to. Might, we might even out on those. We might we even might, out. We might split. It. If the Niners really do smash this team, like they could they could shut down the run too. It's just uh it's a little concerning. But Justin Herbert kind of had his way. Is his name Justin Herbert? No, Khalil Herbert. Khalil Herbert kind of had his way. Yeah. Dave Montgomery's terrible. I want to see what Penny does. And if you watch the film a little bit, especially on that last drive. So Trey throws the pick, right? Down 13-10, bad time to throw a pick right outside of uh, – right in field goal range. Still, that's a great opportunity for an elite defense to make a stand, force a field goal, and give the offense the ball back down six. They didn't, though. Like, like go, they did go, against Green Bay for Jimmy Garoppolo? Right, right, no, no, whatever. But, like, but like <laughs> <laughs> uh, when you watch what happened on that little sequence, I mean, the 2D tackles got washed out play after play, both of them. So uh, they don't have DJ Jones anymore. Curious to see what's up with that against like a team with a good running back like Penny Tulsi. Kinlaw is yoked, but he's also kind of, he's not a, he's, he's a big guy for like normal standards, but for like football standards, he's actually not overly big anymore. He's lost a lot of that, that weight. I, I don't True. know. I mean, I feel like and they, both they can be ran on both. He and Armstead are high cut. So if they, if they have a tendency to like Stand up if they're tired. If you know, maybe it's the first week of the season, you can kind of push those guys left and right. I, I do Although want to Kinlaw's shout this out. Actually, a little bit more stout than Armstead was in this he game, is. in my opinion. 
Kinlaw. He is, yeah. but I, I want to say this. I think Armstead, <clears throat> had a, that one play was sucked. He was put in a bad position. The, the coach staff shouldn't have done that to him. I thought he had a really good game, and Hafunga got a lot of cleanup work and looked really good, but a lot of that was because Armstead did what he was supposed to do to allow that to happen. So Russell says Bears rotated O line is O line low priority for Niners. Seems to be. I mean, Kyle Shanahan in the offseason when Mac retired said that is the heartbeat of our offense. Well, you can say that all you want, but you have done nothing to address the center position long term. You just never have in five years. True. So I don't believe you. True. Jerron, thank you very much. Madness to menace his prediction for both of you on which week Trey will have a breakout game. How about week two? A breakout game, like a breakout, breakout game. No, that's that's like not a, really fair enough. A breakout, breakout? That would be like, hold on, let's go back to see what Russell Wilson's first year starting. I keep using that as a reference. If I remember, his his second half was way better than his first half. Yeah. Let's go back. I'm going to go week four. Week four versus the Rams. Okay. 2012, he had his first – he threw for 293 yards week six. So maybe week six, you know, like mid-October, a week from now, a month from now, give him a few, him a few starts, something like that. What was week? What is week six? Is that – it's either Carolina or Atlanta. One of those two games. Yeah, one of those two. Oh, I forget maybe. what the order is. Maybe yeah. Atlanta, week six. Yeah. How about that? I'm gonna I'm gonna go week four versus the Rams. Whoo! That'd be cool. Ishmael says over under one freaking pass to juice. Over under one freaking pass to deep out of the backfield. <laughs> under and under. What I like about Kyle, what he does is he also he starts slow, but he seems to like build things up. So he'll show stuff week one. And then week two, he'll show new stuff that build off the old stuff, right? So what was the what was the big um, creative thing that he did? It was the sweeps to to, mm-hmm. to, to Debo. Where you turn, I think there's going to be some. I mean, I, I showed it on my channel today. They're kind of they showed it in front of the press. They're they're sort of building packages off of that because that's really successful and it stresses the defense. So now build more things off of that, and Absolutely. I think that's going to be their red, their red zone offense right there. So yeah, we'll could be. Um. All right. Well. I think I kept Jesse too long. Jesse, thank you very much. This was a great show. One of our <laughs> no, we're good, man. We're good. Uh, we're good head over to Last Second Sports. We're going to start in nine minutes now. We got a Seahawks guy on. We're going to talk about that game. And then uh, Friday, like I said, JT O'Sullivan will be on. So definitely tap in over at Last Second Sports. I'd appreciate it. Thank you very much for bearing with me, Jesse. I know you had to put it back 15 minutes. Um, there were just a lot of super chats today. Thanks for all your donations. This was a lot of fun. I know it's been a tough week. I think there was a little depression in Ninerland because they lost, but turn the page. They should win this week. Thanks for winning watching my show, all. everyone. Winning cures all. Yeah, it's the best deodorant. All right, uh, I'll be back tomorrow. Um, oh, domain threat. With a young QB, the vets are responsible for maintaining a solid foundation for his growth and development. Vets failed in game one, get better. It's just funny. Like They all said, oh, you know, we got this. Trey just has to not be terrible. Okay, well, where were you? 19 points in the second half? Come on, Nick. Bosa, that, where that, you in the second half? That is actually a really good point, Grant, yeah. because I said it earlier. I said our expectations were that they could overcome a quarterback that isn't going to necessarily win you the games as long as they don't lose it. That was our expectation. Right. But right. the 49ers players told us the same exact thing, actually. Right. That was their expectation. So, so Trey said, held up his end of the bargain. For us. Well, you didn't say that was, that was that was the job. Trey is a tough kid, those third down conversions. Yeah, no one's talking about the third down offense better. Anyway. Thanks for watching, everyone. Show's over. Go check out uh, Last Second Sports if you know what's good for you.